Welcome back to the mini series episode on the Rebranded Athlete Podcast. This series is focusing on life lessons through sports. In today's final episode of this mini series, we're going to focus on mindset, not only on the court, but how you can apply your mindset skills as you pivot from the game into life after sports. The mind is a powerful tool and an athletic mindset is a whole new level. Are you ready to see how you can level up your mindset in life after sports? Let's dive in. Welcome back, Rebranded Athlete community. This is Coach Sarah. Today we are talking about mindset. Mindset is a big topic, and especially in the athletic world, mindset's a huge part of what takes athletes to the next level. And for my experience, that mindset shift when I really noticed it was when I went from being a high school athlete to a collegiate athlete. And that's truly the biggest difference between the level of caliber of play as you move up and you go into college sports and then as you take it another level into professional sports as well. My first taste of mindset work came my freshman year when I finally had the opportunity to get in a game. And I was competing against a senior who was an outside hitter. And that was also my position that I was recruited for. And we were playing at Nevada and she had gone up to hit the ball. And as she came down, she had stepped on one of the opponent's um, feet and ultimately rolled her ankle and that was it. So my moment to come into the game um, was then. (laughs) This was right before the following week when we had gone back to practice and I had blown out my ACL. So this was actually one of the only games that I got to play in my freshman year. And I remember being on that court, number one, super intimidated by just being in a collegiate game and playing against some really tall girls, quick girls. And that was also the the mindset side of it too, is not getting caught up in their game and really focusing on my game and what our team was doing during that particular moment, during that particular time. And what I began to see early on was that I was in shape, I was ready, I was prepared, and it doesn't matter how in shape you are, if you don't train your mind and if you aren't in that mentality and you haven't done the reps for your mental side of the game, that can make the biggest difference between winning a game and losing a game coming down to the mental aspect of it. Kendra Visit, the sports psychologist at Fullerton, had come in and done a lot of mindset work with our team my sophomore and junior years. There was actually a moment during my junior year um, in the off season where we were at a tournament in UC Santa Barbara and I had, I can only describe it as having like an outer body experience. And I was one of the star players. I was team captain at the time. And I just felt this sensation come over me. Like my mind had completely went away from me. And I almost felt like I couldn't even play volleyball anymore. And so after that moment, it was it was a pretty embarrassing time for me, I'll have to admit. Um, my coaches had to pull me out and I really told them, you know what, I'm I, I don't know what's going on with me right now, but I just I can't finish the rest of the of the day. We were at a off season tournament. And having to admit that as an elite college athlete, 
was something really hard. So my coaches saw how much I was struggling that time and they connected me with Ken Revisa immediately when we got back uh, the following day, he met with me and I kind of broke down um, in his office because I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know why my mind would be so controlling over my body. And so through some sessions and some mindset work, we really determined that I was the one that was getting in my head and I wasn't allowing my body to do the work and how my brain kind of connect and trust the process. And instead of living in that one moment at a time, one play at a time mentality, I was worried about, oh my God, am I going to screw up the next play? So I started to get into my head and not just that year, but in my experience at Fullerton, I really began to see the shift in my mindset of being that competitive athlete and taking it to the next level. And so this elite athlete mindset that we have on the court is really hyper-focused on the present moment. And when we're in that moment during the game, if we're not thinking about that moment and we're worried about the last play or we're worried about the next play, we're not able to capitalize on what's happening now. And that in itself is another huge life skill that maybe athletes don't really understand at the moment and they don't take time to reflect on it. But being able to be present will allow you to rise to the occasion and be the best version of yourself in that moment because you're not wondering about what's going to happen next and you're not thinking about what happened before, but you're in that moment and you're able to focus on one thing at a time. As you transition out of sports and you begin to find your way, it's really hard to, to actually sit there and focus on what am I doing in this moment? Because we worry so much about what's coming next and what's my next path, what's my next purpose. And if you don't take the time to prepare for that before you actually transition out of sports, then it becomes almost numbing and almost seems like it's an impossible type thing as you're trying to figure out when you're done playing as an athlete. So what I'm saying here is I don't want you guys to spend a whole bunch of time on this, especially if you're still competing, but I think you should be open to these possibilities of what's next. Kind of have some things that you look into or research. And that's a lot what I talk about within my Rebranded Athlete Academy. We work on these types of things so that it's not a complete unknown after you begin to pivot away from the game. And one of the things that helps with routines, and I also remember, and you guys, I'm going to go back to Ken Revisa all the time because he was such a huge influence in my life. But I remember going back and even the simplest thing as getting a serve in the court, not even a specific area that my coach was calling out or anything like that. I remember there were some times we had drills where everybody literally had to get in the ball, in the court, and if not, we would have some type of punishment, whether it was push-ups, running lines, um, you name it, all kinds of stuff. And I remember sometimes that our team couldn't do it. They couldn't, we couldn't, we were division one athletes and we at times would let our mindset get in the way of doing simple repetitive movements that we were trained to do, that we've done hundreds and thousands of times but we would let our mind take control of it. It wouldn't allow the process to take place. And at the time, I didn't really understand why we would do those drills, but now taking a step back and looking at perspective here, 
it wasn't so much about working on our serve that day. It was really focusing on, on our mental toughness and how we were going to overcome obstacles like we did during those drills. Athletes run on routine and the mind adapts to that routine all the time. And as you begin to go into the next chapter of your life, this is something that all athletes at some point will struggle with. You're used to being in the weight room for hours and upon hours and in the gym almost half the day. Practices that are three to four hours, weightlifting, conditioning, mindset work, stretching, you name it, um, training room stuff. We spend so much time and we have so many routines that we've established that when we have that freedom, when we are done with our sport and we're trying to figure out how am I still going to stay active as what I think is still an athlete, but make it feasible for somebody who's also going to have to work a job, you know, eight hours plus a day. And for some of us working multiple jobs just to make ends meet in the beginning, how do you begin to let go of that identity? And you know that when you go to the gym, you feel like that athlete again. And when I finished, I think I've talked about this before, but I'm going to tell you guys again, I felt like I had to get a gym membership and I had to just be at the gym for like two to three hours. I remember my mom even was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to the gym. And she's like, well, every time you go, you're spending like three hours there. And like, I know that's, that's what we do. And it wasn't until somebody like my mom really pointed that out that I started to kind of question like, wow, maybe this isn't normal. <laughs> maybe I should develop new routines. And it, it, it did take me a while to let go of that. But establishing different habits and routines after you are done with sports is going to help you adapt to a new routine, adapt to this new part of your life. And what I want to ask you right now, we all went through a really hard time this past year with COVID trying to figure out this new reality that was presented to all of us. But I want you to reflect right now. What happens when your life, as you know it as an athlete, what happens when that part of you, the athletic side, what happens when that stops? And what did you do when COVID happened? I think there are some of us that thrived during COVID. We were in the right mindset where we knew that there was something that was out of our control, but we decided to make a choice and we made the best of it. And yeah, even for me, it was really, really tough in the beginning. I, I'm going to admit, you know, trying to figure out what's what the new routine is and what we can do and can't do. But that's where I started to really develop more of the rebranded athlete community, the rebranded athlete program, because I decided instead of honing in on what I couldn't control at the moment, which was COVID and what was going on. I decided to take control over something that I wanted to do and something that I could give back to. Having that unknown and unpredictability like we did during COVID can, for some people, leave you feeling paralyzed, like you don't know what steps to take next, like you feel stuck, you feel lost, and you don't know which direction to turn to. And what I've been talking to with my clients about this lately is that how you felt during COVID when you didn't know what to do next and how you also felt when you weren't able to compete anymore is exactly what it's going to feel like when you are done competing. And that's not just for athletes who are in high school, athletes who are in college, 
It's also for the professional athletes too, because at some point, everybody is going to have that moment where they're going to have to figure out what direction they go next and have to figure out their new habits, routines, and even surround themselves with people who are going to uplift them during that time. And as you begin to figure out what's next, you're going to carry that hyper-focused mentality that you had as an athlete with you in anywhere and anything that you do. And you're going to feel like you need to find something that's going to challenge you just like your sport did. And that could be something like your job. It could also be something that you want to get into physically or like an activity. I know a lot of the athletes that I had uh, known through college uh, at the time CrossFit was like a huge up and coming thing when uh, we had graduated. I know a lot of athletes who had decided to join those types of gyms because that was the same type of environment that they had as an athlete, especially lifting heavy weights, being super active and being around that team-like environment. So for you, you need to figure out what are some things that are going to keep you focused when you're completed and some things that are going to kind of help to fulfill that emptiness that maybe you may feeling as you're transitioning away from sports. So let's talk about applying that athlete mindset after sports. I guarantee you are going to stand out in any job that you get after college, whether you're just, you're doing an internship, whether you took that server job, bartending job, whatever it is, you are going to stand out because you are going to bring all those qualities, the hard work, the mindset, the dedication, you're going to bring it to your job and people are going to think you're an overachiever. <laughs> they are. They thought I was. They're, they're going to think you're a go-getter. But for your bosses, you are going to be that dream employee that they have been waiting for. They're going to want you on their team because they know that they can trust you. They know that they can count on you and that you're going to bring that type of drive to any type of job that you're going to have. And there's going to be some times when you're in your job, when you're in your career, where things are going to be challenging and you're going to have to dig deep and go into your mental toughness, your mental toughness training. For me, even when I was a bartender, there was some days that were very difficult and it wasn't just the mere fact of trying to remember what was in the recipe for the cocktails. It was more than that. It was there were times where it was super busy and I had to figure out ways to adapt and to be more efficient to times where I had to deal with difficult customers or sometimes even difficult employees and find a way to communicate and to be a problem solver on my feet. And believe it or not, I think that, that having that little job like that really set me up for success even as my time later as a teacher and especially as an administrator. Um, because as a principal, I put out little small fires all day long. I'm a, a problem solver. I have to think on my feet and come up with solutions. Sometimes I'm on my own for making those solutions, but a lot of times I come together with my team and we come up with ways to help solve problems and issues and make it better for everybody. So here's another Ken Revisa-ism for you. <laughs> he always said, have a good shitty day. And I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, what do you mean? Like, how can you, how can your day be good and shitty at the same time? And what he meant by that is that there's going to be days that are out of your control. There's going to be days that are not going to be your best, but you have to find a way to have a good shitty day. And that means that you see the light, you see the silver lining of 
the things that may not be going right for you, but you're going to make the best out of it anyways. And as an athlete, there were days where you were on the quarter field where it wasn't your A game. Maybe it wasn't even your B game. It's probably your C or even your D game. And you had to find a way to have a good day, even if you weren't feeling your best, even if you know things weren't clicking, but that's when that mental toughness aspect comes out of it and you rise above and you find solutions to it. And that in itself is a huge life lesson, you guys. You are gonna have days where you think that the whole world may be against you, but it comes down to your mindset and your perspective and what you see out of it because you have the skills, you have the ability to see a problem, to see that things may not be going your way, but you have the ability to shift that mindset and get it going in the right direction. So one last thing I want to leave you with is that right now, this may be the peak in your college or professional career, but this is not your peak in life. And a lot of you think that I'm an athlete. I have all these great things going for me right now. This is as good as life's going to get. And I'm here to tell you, I've walked your, walked your walk, walked in your shoes. And this is not the highest of your peaks. And that leaves you feeling a sense of, wow, there's something else out there after sports for me that's even bigger than this. And all it takes is having that mindset and figuring out what your purpose is what your potential is, and what you can do that's going to make an even bigger impact in the world than you did when you were on the quarter field. And that is powerful, and I cannot wait to see what you guys are going to do with your next chapter in your life when your sport ends. Remember, it's not the end, it's just the beginning. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this mini series. I really, really enjoyed talking about life after sports and leaving you guys with some words of wisdom. I hope you gained some knowledge out of it. Have a great week, you guys, and I'll catch you next time on the Rebranded Athlete Podcast.